Welcome to the Empowered Podcast with Deanna Merlino, an all-encompassing personal development show where I will be sharing with you just how to transform yourself into the best version of you, both inside and out. From wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and manifestation, I'll be showing you exactly how to live your best life. I will be keeping it as real and raw as it gets. So get ready to peel back the layers and really transform yourself under the surface because nothing is better than finding your purpose and living this life as your true, authentic self. You've been hearing me talk about my new spiritual life coaching program. So by now, you know, if you are ready to jump into something like this, but now it's time to make it happen. I'm running a special deal. And if you want to hear more, then it's time for you to reach out to me. You can check me out on my page, the empowered coach 333 and DM me for more information to get you ready to step into your higher self and your next level today. Hello, Empowered fam. I am so excited to have tonight's episode. I know it was supposed to be last week. We moved it around a little bit, but it was totally worth the wait. I'm going to get started and introduce to you Hallie Avolio. So Hallie is not a typical anything. That includes woman, mother, friend, entrepreneur, or coach. Hallie is an affirmation queen, a lover of core values, and is obsessed with empowering humans to create a life they love that is sassy A. F. Through her manifestation and self-love coaching, Hallie utilizes many modalities to help people connect to their greater purpose and their higher self. She loves to help you get unstuck, find self-love, manifest your purpose, and live this life to the fullest. She is the founder and president of Sassy Healthy Fit, an organization created with the mission to teach as many humans as possible to love themselves unconditionally and create an F yes life, and to make this world a brighter place through each of our unique gifts. So, Hallie, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited too, Deanna. And isn't it divine fate that we connected through Instagram? Yes. And how our paths have crossed. It's beautiful. Absolutely. And it's funny because if I remember correctly, it was just one of those like ads that pop up or like accounts like you would be interested in. And I watched a reel or something and I was like, oh yeah, her energy is right on for me. (laughs) I remember you had sent me a message, I think, after you saw the reel or whatever it was that you saw, and you left me a message, a voice, and I was like, okay, we're in, because anyone that leaves me a voice audio, which I guess is redundant, my kids always laugh at me when I call it a voice audio, but for some reason that feels right to me, <laughs> and I remember going on a walk uh, in where I walk often near where I live on the bluffs and listening to your energy and your voice, I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. this is... This is it. This is a good match for sure. Yeah, our energies definitely fit. And it's funny because I never really do that where I'm just like, hey, I found your profile and I like you, but it felt right. So I rolled with it. (laughs) (laughs) Meant to be. Yes, it is. So tell us all the things, your story, your background. I'm just going to let you take over. There's so many parts of my story that I feel have been, maybe I've I've, um, kind of downplayed them or I've played small. And I always considered myself to have lived a very, you know, typical growing up. I have, you know, two parents who are still married, which is a beautiful thing in and of itself. I have a brother, um, grew up in a very nice neighborhood, in a nice community, went to good schools, always had good jobs, got married to a wonderful man who I'm still married to. We have three kids, right? On the outside, everything looks pretty picture perfect you know, minus the the white picket fence and the dog running through the yard, because I no longer have a dog. Everything looks as though it's exactly as it's meant to be. And here's the thing that I think we forget, especially with the rise of social media, is that we see these very curated lives and we forget that there's a human on the other side of that. And so I think a big part of my story is that I forgot that I was the human in my own story. Right. I mean, I really had this very strong idea that I was supposed to live life by a certain formula, a certain prescription, a certain regimen. And that was how I was meant to go about my existence. And somehow everything was just going to fall into place and I would live my happily ever after. And that was that. But what I didn't account for was all the, you know, the twists and turns and how you feel 
the more interesting part, I think, of the story where it's it's relevant. Somebody asked me this in an Instagram DM the other day, and I was hesitant to answer because out of context, it's hard to explain. She asked me, when was it your darkest time in life? And if I had to be really brutally honest about that, my darkest time of life was when I was in my mid to late 30s after all of my children were born. My youngest was about two. I'd been married at that point for 14 or 15 years. And I realized I had no idea who I was. I was 36, 37, 38 years old. Don't remember exactly. Had no idea who I was at my core. I could describe to you all the things that made me who I thought I was supposed to be, a wife, a mother. I could tell you my career path. I could tell you where I lived. I could tell you places I'd been, things I had, things I liked to do, but I couldn't tell you who I was. And to me, that is really the meat of the story is who am I, right? And so I did go through a dark time in my own life where in not knowing who I was, I felt so lost and confused that instead of seeking a way to help myself figure out the question of who am I, I did everything I could to run away because I was so fearful of the answer. I think because I had no idea, or it wasn't that I had no idea, but I wasn't willing to look at who I was, that I felt everybody else had a better better solution and that there, there must be some escape pod that I could pop into and somehow jet away into a better existence. I felt like that was the answer, right? Like, Calgon, take me away. And there was, there was nothing to take me away because ultimately I had to sit with myself and ultimately my massive discomfort with who I was before I was able to really see who, who I am and how I could step into this role, this powerful role that I, that I embody now. So my story is the story of figuring out who the heck I am. And it's, it's, you know, every day I, peel back more layers and I discover more and I learn more. And this is why I'm so passionate about helping other people discover who they are and manifest their wildest dreams because we all have this opportunity to live a life that lights us the F up. I I totally agree with everything you just said. And I feel like there is no person on the planet who, if they haven't gone through that already, they are going to go through that at some point. There is going to come a point in everybody's life where you have no idea who you are. And I think sometimes for me, anyhow, because I went through a very similar thing right after I had my baby. So he's a year and a half now. I went from being like the woohoo party girl, call me for the good time, to being just like that little boy is my life. And then it was like, okay, wait, but who am I? And you realize all these like layers you had on and these titles you gave yourself. And when you shed down underneath that, I think for me, the scariest part was I'm going to find out who I really am. And what if I don't like who I really am? But being who you are and being a coach like you are, you get to help people navigate that exact thing. So that's where you're priceless (laughs) for sure. For women who go through the motherhood journey, we have this reawakening when we transition from life before motherhood and life after motherhood. And it literally happens in an instant, in an instant, right? The instant. And whether you birth that child from your body, you adopt a child, right? You foster a child. However, that child comes into being, the moment you go from without child to with child, life changes. But it's not just for women. It's not just for mothers. It's not just for you know, the, men go through this. Uh, people go through this in later parts of life. People go through this earlier parts of life, right? There's all sorts of situations that lead us to this point, but it's this before and after of, I don't want to know who I am to being confronted with who am I. I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to really look at myself in the mirror. And the thing is, we're constantly unpacking that that journey. I mean, every day, even in the last couple of weeks, I've been feeling this itch within me, this expansion, this desire to really stretch beyond what I knew to be 
my limitation because there, there are no limitations except for those which we put on ourselves. So can we give ourselves permission to be limitless, which means completely giving up safety and control and comfort zone and feeling like I've got this. I know how to live this life. You can do that. That's cool. And there's no judgment. Like, that's great. If you are comfortable, staying comfortable, awesome. But lately I've been feeling, you know what? I need to like shed another layer. And it's it's scary. It is scary. And I feel like um, I think that energy of the new year is starting to come in, especially just from what I do know about you. You're not the type of person who's going to wait until, okay, it's January 1st. Now, like you're already preparing for that transition into the new year and I'm doing something similar. And I think for me, as I'm launching these next couple programs, which are going to be my first time dipping in the residual income pool, and I know this is going to be huge, it's become really scary for me now that I'm at the final the final pieces, like I'm at pretty much the finish line. Right. And those voices are coming up of the who do you think you are? Who are you to think that big? And all, you know, all these things are coming up, but because I do the work and because I've done the work and continue to choose to do the work, I have the ability now to say, be quiet over there. And it's also exciting because I know that because it's so scary for me that there must be something really magical on the other side of that. And I think it's so important that we get to a place where we can do that because if not that discomfort of where we're at and what we're trying to be can be very consuming. Absolutely. I heard uh, I heard this quote today on a TikTok video and I think it was the the gentleman speaking was referencing an Albert Einstein quote. And the quote was something, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something along the lines of the thoughts that got us to where we are right now in this moment are not the thoughts that can take us to the next level. We cannot think the way that we thought up to this point if we want to go somewhere else, right? So all of those voices, right? Those limiting beliefs that tell us, who are you to think that you can be that big? Who are you to think that you can expand into this new mindset, this new level of wealth, this new level of of exposure, of opportunity, right? Those voices are the new thoughts. And the old thoughts grapple with the new thoughts like, whoa, what is happening right now? Because this is very disruptive and chaotic, right? So the way I look at it is how can we stand right now in this moment, in the present moment, in a space of gratitude and a space of faith and joy and love and courage and say, I see this and I'm safe to be uncomfortable. That was that was spot on. Thank you for that, which gets me into my next question is how did you end up here? How did you become a manifestation coach? When did you become a manifestation coach? How did this all come up for you? So when I went through my kind of darkest, deepest time, I was so I was so uh, dissociated and disconnected from myself, my body, my family, my environment, all of it. When I finally started to come back into a space of, I got to get this together. I got to get my shit together. I got to figure out what's going on. It started for me with taking care of my physical health because that's what I knew how to control. I knew how to, you know, start exercising again. I knew how to start eating better again. So I started this workout program and and one of the biggest takeaways that I had from this program had nothing to do with actually the exercise or the nutrition, but it had everything to do with the personal development piece and the habit building. And so I the first book I read when I kind of re-engaged my personal development journey was The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And I don't know if you've read that one. Got it right next to me. It's fantastic. And the, the the main point for anybody that hasn't read it, I'd still recommend reading it. It's an easy read. But he says that small, consistent actions over time equal radical results. That's it. Small, consistent actions over time equal radical results. So my small action every day was starting by reading. And I was like, you know, I can read 10 minutes of nonfiction, personal development every day. I can do that. That's no big deal. 10 minutes, easy peasy. So I started doing that. And it's amazing how much you can read by reading 10 minutes a day. So, you know, I pour through that book, the next book, the next book, the next book. I start listening to podcasts. I start getting really interested in how do I become a better person from the inside out, right? And 
I don't know how I'm going to help people. But all of a sudden, I start to feel this itch inside me, similar to what I've been feeling lately, of I'm meant to do something more than just figure out how to lose some weight and eat better. And I started to share my story a bit on Facebook. And I had people that I knew come up to me and say, are you doing something different? And it wasn't just about losing the weight. They're like, you seem different. Something's different about you. What's going on? What's happening? Uh, so it took me a while, even from that point, but it just kind of started the wheels turning, you know, that, that there's something here, there's something I could do. And for years and years, I'd been seeking, like, what is my purpose? What am I doing? So fast forward, maybe six or seven months. And my husband says to me, you have an opportunity to help other people. And I don't know how, and I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but you have this incredible power and this influence where you can help other people. And I remember we were driving to my best friend's birthday. It was her 40th birthday and I'm all dressed up and I'm worried that I'm going to ruin my makeup because I'm crying. I've got tears rolling down my face. (laughs) I don't know if I can do this. He's like, you can do this. And I literally had no idea what this looked like. The word coach meant nothing to me. I didn't know anything of this, but that was kind of the start. So I, I actually thought when I started my business that I was going to be a blogger. But the funny thing is this was like 2018, 2000, yeah, 2018. I was like 10 years too late on the blogging scene. So I did that for like a year. And then I realized that it wasn't really getting me anywhere, except it was getting me a lot of experience, exposure, time to read, time to listen to podcasts, research, et cetera. And I went to an event, a women's business event in the fall of 2019. And I was so fired up, so excited. And she said, or what came to me from that after she was like, be brave, take bold steps. I was like, I'm going to do events. 2020 is going to be my year. I'm going to do an event locally every month. I'm going to have the biggest community where I live. And then of course, COVID happened. (laughs) So January and February of 2020, I had done some events, still didn't really know what the heck I was doing. COVID hit. I'm like, okay, well, think, 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 think. How can I still have this influence, use my power, make this world a better place, blah, blah, blah. Okay. There's this online thing. There's this thing called Zoom. Maybe there's something here, right? This is when the world discovered Zoom. And I just found this inspiration within me to lead what I called women's circles. And so I didn't even know what that meant, truthfully. I mean, there's people that study for years how to lead and and guide women's circles. I just knew intuitively, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lead a women's circle. Okay, here we go. And I led my first one in April of 2020. And I think I had 11 women in the group. It was all online. I charged, you know, less than 150 bucks for it. It was ridiculously inexpensive. And it was great, though. It was great. It was like six weeks of us coming together on Zoom, holding space, collectively feeling each other, holding each other, being in that emotional support for one another. It was awesome. It was so magical. And I'm like, this is what I've been wanting, craving, needing. So from there, it's just, it's evolved. I did, you know, more, I did another similar um, experience in the fall of that year. I started building out more programs. I started eventually doing some one-on-one coaching work. And I found that really my niche and the thing that I love the most is helping people elevate their experience, their energy, and their mindset through affirmations, which ultimately then expanded into manifestation because they all go together. So it's, how do I look at you know, creating change, cultivating this energy within my own life through not just being a positive person, but truly shifting my energetic frequency, connecting to my divine feminine, my divine masculine, allowing myself to surrender to the universe, surrender to God or source or whatever feels right for you, your intuition, and to lead people to start showing up for themselves. You know, my greatest wish is that each of my clients doesn't need me. They don't need me because they're leading themselves. I have to agree of all the things that I do too. And I love that about you is when you were doing the women's circle and kind of just like a knowing of like, this is where I'm supposed to be. When I do my retreats, it's the exact same way. Of everything I do, there's nothing like coming together in community and holding that space and just being able to be safe in a, a sacred container. So I just love that. And I love that you're able to do that as well because people need it so much, especially coming out of COVID after the pandemic where we were separated for so long. We're supposed to be in community. We're supposed to be together. It's so easy to feel like we're in this alone and we're never in it alone. And so I love to see that you're 
out there doing the work too. There, you know, there's all these people that are kind of helping everyone navigate through all the things because life is tough and we're always going through something. Um, okay, so because the last month I came out of manifestation and this month I'm moving into money, I would love to hear your money manifesting hacks, just like anything money and manifesting related that you feel called to share. I love the synchronicity of this, Deanna, because um, I know we didn't talk much ahead, which I think we both were just leaning into the divine. You know, how is this conversation going to go? It's going to go exactly as it's meant to. So I want to share that I am um, currently, um, I just launched a new course called the Manifestation Treasure Chest. And uh, because I like to really be connected, connected intuitively to my courses as I create them, I never create them fully up front. I do a lot of creating as I go. And then once it's created, it's created. But the module that I literally was just writing about today was money. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> love that. I'm always thinking about money. Yeah. I love it. I love money. Um, you know, here's the thing about money that I think we need to understand when it comes to manifestation. Money is not about the coins. It's not about the dollar bills. It's not about the money in your account or how much your paycheck is or how many things you have or your net worth. Money is about your relationship with yourself. Money itself is neutral. Money itself is like nothing, right? But it's an energy. It's an energetic frequency. So when we talk about manifesting money, manifesting abundance, you know, prosperity, and like being in that vibe of gold and coins and all that goodness, right? It feels good. Like we want infinite abundance, right? But what we want, what we're actually desiring, it's not like holding the cash in our hands. It's the feeling that it gives you. And what does it give you? It gives you freedom. It gives you joy. It gives you pleasure to give to other people, to help other people. It gives you pleasure to help yourself, right? If you invest in something for yourself, whether it's a, a physical item or an intangible, like a course or a coach or a therapist or something like that, right? or going to a retreat, which is such a beautiful investment in, in yourself. You're supporting yourself. You're creating joy. You're creating energy, right? Because it's, it's the ripple effect that comes from each individual experience. So when it comes to money, what I, what I love to guide and share and show to anyone who's going to listen to me is you have to really be confident in yourself and your worth and know that you are worthy of limitless abundance and limitless wealth and limitless prosperity and that everything you desire is already yours and be grateful for right now in this moment and live your life as though you have everything you want. I'm like on fire with this inside right now because so four episodes I did on manifesting and we didn't talk about like you just said, we did not talk about the content of any of it. There was no context essentially. And the, all of that just wrapped up everything I've been saying for the last <laughs> four episodes. So I love that there's a second perspective. Um, and it it's just solidifying the truth in that, like money is energy and it's all about your what you believe is your self-worth and it's the deciding factor. And you have to be grateful for everything you have right now. So I'm just grinning because it it's it lines up perfectly. Do you do you follow like money mentors or people that really inspire you and and get you fired up about especially about money? Yes. And so my I don't know if you know her at all, but my biggest person is Catherine Zenkina. Mm -hmm. She calls herself the manifestation yep. babe. So she is who I really got started in the whole same thing, personal development, fitness personal development, and then I was like, "Oh, it's manifesting." And then now right. we're here. Um but for me, she's she's my cool. big one. Cool. Yeah. 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 I um I, my, I would say that my, and it's funny because I mean, I do know of her, of course, and I see, I follow her. Um, the person that actually mentored her is the person that I follow is Amanda Francis. And I mean, they do a lot of side, right? It's, it's not, it's not either or, right? It's all, it's all is the thing. And that's the thing about money too. But I love both of them bring this energy of, yeah, it's, it's, it's available to all of us. And one of the things I love about Amanda Francis, and she says this again and again and again, is you are worthy because you are right? You are worthy because you are. You're not worthy because of the car you drive or the house you live in or the vacations you go on. You're worthy because you are. But when you own your worth, then you can have all the money in the world. It is available to you because then you're opening up that vortex of flow. And I think Catherine Zenkina says the same thing. 
And I get stuck in that sometimes where I feel like I have to go, go, go. I'm more in like that masculine driven energy. And I have to remind myself to get back into that feminine flow and remember I am worthy as I am. And it is always flowing to me in abundance at all times anyhow. And the more I push like, no, it's got to be this way, the more I'm resisting it and the longer that it's taking. So what a beautiful message that you just, you are worthy because you are. And, and I love how you bring in that, that push pull, right? Because we don't have to live in that push pull. We can be in the flow, right? We can sit back and trust. I heard somebody say the other day, uh, which I thought was such, such a beautiful, a beautiful analogy was attraction and, and leadership in particular, when it comes to attraction and and leadership can be self-leadership, right? It doesn't have to be leading through coaching or teaching or something. It can be just your own self-leadership is knowing that you don't have to be doing anything, right? We don't have to be pushing or pulling. We can just be existing. We can just be. And the momentum of that energy is always flowing. And when we can trust that, that we're not constantly like, is it happening? Is it happening? Am I doing enough? Right? We don't have to constantly be like looking behind our shoulder to make sure then we can just allow. So I have to always remind myself of that too. And I find myself falling more and more and more into that. And it feels really, really good. I'm, I'm at that tipping point and it's so true. It's, it is a trust that it's trust, trusting that God, source, divine, whoever in the uniform, the universe has your back and it's already it's already decided for you. It's already going to happen. You just have to allow and accept it in and stop fighting it because we think it's going to be our way. A hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. And I can't. Okay. So I'm a huge <laughs> journaling fan. Like I love journaling. Uh, I journal. I mean, my husband's always like coming into my room and he's like, are you journaling again? I'm like, I love journaling. Yes, I'm journaling. Again. Still, I'm always journaling. Um, okay. I, can't, I had the best download the other day which was this about trust, because I realized that my, one of my oldest stories that I'm finally ready to dislodge and release and let go of is that I don't trust myself. And it wasn't that I don't trust the universe. It was that I don't trust myself. And that unless I was doing this like really tight grip of pushing, pulling masculine energy, doing overdoing, I couldn't relax and trust. So I I had this image come to me and the image was I'm walking on a tightrope and there's a net far beneath me and I know it will catch me, but I'm not wearing a harness because I know that I just need to take one step in front of the other. And even when I fall, that net will catch me and I'll climb back up and begin to walk even further on that tightrope. But with each step that I take, I am free and I am free to fly because I am not bound by re- any restrictions on my being. I'm walking freely on that tightrope and I'm trusting myself completely to keep moving forward. Oh, I just love that. And I'm, I'm envisioning that whole thing. That's really cool. Yes. One step at a time. And trust, it's so true. I, uh, I've talked about this kind of recently too. My, it is my biggest thing that I keep releasing and it's a continual process of I grew up believing you have to work really hard mm-hmm. for your money. Like my parents were entrepreneurs. They work they work really hard for their money and I saw that. They were very successful in their own right. So in my head, it's ingrained. You have to work really hard to make it happen. So it's a continual peeling back and that like letting go of that resistance of I can just be and it's going to happen. So it's so cool to know that we can continue to peel away those layers and continue to trust and continue to step into that next version of ourselves and have that awareness. When you lead your retreats, what do you find is the biggest, um, you know, obstacle or, or challenge that the, the women who come are really looking to overcome through that experience, that intense experience? And there's men and women there actually, which it was intended to be just women, but there a couple of them are coming with couples. Um, the biggest thing, because they all come with trauma, pretty heavy mm-hmm. trauma, but it all comes down to even for the men, self-love, mm-hmm. just love. Yeah. They struggle with self-love at the core of it all. By the end of the weekend, when we have peeled through everything, it's it's that 
feeling unlovable because the traumas that happened to them, it's almost like a blame. Like I wasn't worthy of being loved. So these things right. happened. Um, yeah. So it's, it's really to see who they come in as and then see who they leave as is just, there's no words for it. And then to see the transformation continue as, as you watch their journey, especially, so I've had two retreats so far and everyone but one person because they got COVID returned. So even that further of a transformation of the first time seeing them transform and then again, and it's like just watching these butterflies and seeing who they get to become in real life when they come back to their everyday lives without carrying that burden and knowing there is so much love just as they are, right? Like we just said, like you are worthy of love and you are loved just because you are. Right. I mean, it's huge. At the end of the day, Mm-hmm. that's probably all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, on that note with money, if you don't feel worthy of love, not even just from the outside, which is so much like that's what we see all the time, but even with yourself, if you don't feel worthy of love, loving yourself, you're not going to feel worthy of money. Even if you're not thinking that, it's still subconsciously in there and that programming's playing out. So it's so important that self-love to me is the key to everything. Absolutely. Well, it's it's the key to, to manifestation, right? It's love, love yourself, love yourself more. Love yourself so much that you give yourself permission to be expansive and to attract exactly what you desire. Uh, you know, I, I also believe that our desires are given to us by the universe for a reason. And we each hold our own desires, our own dreams. And so often our biggest lesson is to learn how to own our dreams. And until you can really love on yourself and accept yourself and love yourself and be with yourself, it's almost impossible to have that clarity of what your dreams are. Because if you don't own your worth, then you can't see those dreams that have been planted within you. I uh it's so funny that you just said it like that and this is like I can see it in my head as I'm working on so I'm creating a course I'm a Reiki mm-hmm. master and I'm creating an online platform to teach it. Um, the one section I was doing yesterday, it was one of the five principles and it is just for today, I will do my work with integrity or I will do my work honestly. And the like breakdown of that, it started talking about like, um, like everyone will steal at some point in their life. You could consider stealing like you took a pen accidentally home for work and someone will consider that stealing, whereas someone would be like, oh, I don't, I don't consider that stealing. But the it breaks down further into and sometimes we live out of integrity and honesty with ourselves because each of us has a desire within us that has been I also agree that our desires and our dreams were given to us by God's source universe. And when we are too afraid or too scared or don't see that we're worthy enough to live out that dream, we're stealing not only from ourselves, but we're stealing from the entire world because the world is counting on your gifts and what you bring to the table. And it will always be different from the next person's, even if you have a similar dream. You are so important and you, it is, it is so important that you find the worth in yourself enough to live out your dreams, no matter how scary it is. Just really like I could see it in my head, like that connection. And for me to just be on that section last night, of course, there's no such thing as coincidences. But I wanted to bring that up because I know how easy, even just there's a a million reasons why we don't chase our dreams, right? Or don't feel worthy of money or don't feel worthy of whatever. But fear holds us back so much. Everything, everything. I, I, well, mm-hmm. we'll do this one step further. I made a TikTok this afternoon that was a response to somebody's <laughs> question, which she said to me, how do I release? How do I release the worry? I know I want a new job. I desire a new job, but I'm worried that I won't make enough money to take care of my son. And as long as she holds on to that worry, which is very real, right? I, I bet many, 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 many people can relate to this concern. As long as she holds on to that worry, that will be the truth. That will be her truth, right? And not until you release that and you say, I see you, and yet I know that this is just here to keep me safe and in my my comfort zone, in my known, 
But until I'm ready to release that and to really push through my own perceived limitations, because I know I'm worthy, because I know I love myself, I, I cannot, I cannot attract more and manifest more and grow more. I just, I don't even know where I saw this. I think it was like probably another reel on Instagram that I just saw and I don't know who said it, so I can't quote it. But it was something like to achieve the big, scary goals and dreams that we see for ourselves, like the massively expansive, like our highest self living that best life, whatever it is for you, you have to be damn near insane. Like you literally have to the outside world, you have to be so committed and decided that this is going to happen no matter what, even when it looks like everything's falling apart. I don't have support. The money isn't currently showing itself. I don't live in this reality that I'm saying, like I'm doing these positive affirmations. I'm, you know, I'm trying to live positive, but my reality doesn't look how I want it to. You have to keep going to the point where it's damn near insanity to keep going. And that's when it'll happen. You have to be willing to risk it all. Yeah. You truly do. And not like I'm not saying like a go lose your house type of thing, but I mean like you have to be willing to give full 100% commitment to your Absolutely. dreams. Even when it looks wild to everyone else on the right, outside. Right. Because who who is anyone else to say what dreams are valid or not? If they're If they're important to you, if they're valid to you. But the thing is you have to be your own mirror too, right? And so many times I feel like even when somebody makes the comment, well, someone else doesn't believe in me, my parents, my teachers, my friends, my social media, whatever, whatever. It's not even that. That's like surface level, right? The, the, the person, it's themselves. So can you believe in yourself so wholeheartedly that you're willing to just go for it? It's not about me telling you, here's how you journal. Here's how you meditate. Here's how you do this or do that or the other thing. It's let's really get into the root of who you are in your energetic blueprint. Like you want to go into that vortex. You want to walk that path. You want to be in that extreme experience. Then let's do it. And I'll hold your hand and we're going to fucking do it together. And it's going to be epic. But are you ready? Because if you're not ready for this wild ride, I can't take you with me. You have to be ready. But when you're ready, I'm, you know, my hand is out. Because it's a it's a you thing. It's a you decision. You could be handed every – you could write down the exact recipe on a piece of paper and hand it to 10 people and it only worked for one person because that one person 100%. decided. Absolutely. When you're ready, you're ready. When you're not, you're not. Right. Well, it's it's interesting because I found myself – I actually had this big switch in my in my business recently where I realized something I was doing that was just – back to that push-pull energy and it wasn't working, is that I was so kind of focused on both external validation from, you know, likes, comments, engagement on social media, et cetera, as well as, um, you know, reaching out to people, constantly asking them, you know, I've got this program, do you want to do this? And, and me like, you know, putting out like this excessive energy, but instead of, of really saying, hey, who do I want to attract into my tribe? I want to attract the people that are standing up, raising their hand, walking the path because they are ready to elevate and expand. But instead, I'm going out there, you know, desperately almost reaching out. So even though I'm saying I want this, you know, really committed person, I'm calling on the other the other person right? So I had to make this shift and be like, okay, I see how I have to shift that. And I have to attract the people in that are ready to do this on their own accord, but they're looking for someone to hold their hand with them on the journey. And it's interesting how you can make that switch, right? At every stage of the game. Because again, you're your own mirror and it's, and you know, everything is energy. So when you're putting out that almost like a desperation of like, see me, here's my program. It's that that energy is going to pull back the same and you're going to find the people that aren't at that next level with you. I'm going through the same thing. I just had this conversation literally this week because I was like, okay, I'm going to discount because of Black Friday. I'm going to discount this program. I'm going to reach out to everyone who was interested before when I had just said out loud, I am ready to be at a point where like the client that I'm looking for is that dream client versus I don't want all the people who are wishy-washy and then they aren't committed because of course it's not going to work for them. I'm looking for the person who's committed to make it work because they've decided. 100%. Oh my gosh, we're so aligned. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, time, so by the way, everybody time. listening to this podcast, both of us, we are ready for you. When you are ready to do yeah, this, we are ready for you, but we are not going to come begging. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. Come listen to this and then yeah. we'll be here. You, you let us know. You send us a DM and say, I want in. Because that's what I'm calling in right yes. now. That's what I decided the other day in my journal. I said, I am now available mm-hmm. for people that are like, I want in. How do I get in on that? Those are yes. the people that I am yes. attracting, hands down. Yeah. Because those are the people it, that are showing up. There's you. There's you and there's me. So they're out there because there's you and there's me. So we know they're out there. Oh, there's a lot of them out there. We know you're listening. Exactly. We have our eyes on you. Yes. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> yes. We are Come ready. I love it yeah. so much. Okay. I would love to hear. Um, give me like your best or whatever comes to you, manifesting money hack. Okay. Well, I just want to show you, I have a favorite crystal that I work with for money and it is called an ametrine. I don't know if you know ametrine. It's a combination of amethyst and citrine. And citrine is, citrine is a money stone. I mean, there's many money stones, but citrine is one of them. And it's a gorgeous money stone. And then amethyst is a healing stone. So the combination of ametrine, I love so I'm obsessed with this one. So one of my favorite rituals is to, you know, just, I mean, literally just even holding my ametrine and saying an affirmation such as, I love money and money love, loves me. Money flows to me effortlessly. I attract limitless abundance, you know, just really feeling into that and like kind of moving my body. So that's, that's one. But another really, really simple one that I actually just put into my money module that I created today was... Every time I receive money and I give money, wait, I receive and I, yes, I pay or I receive both ways. I say, thank you. So when I pay a bill, I say, thank you. You know, when I go to the grocery store, I say, thank you. And sometimes it's just in my mind when I, when I receive a payment, a payout of some sort, thank you. Right. So when you connect the energy of gratitude with the energetic frequency of money, that is magic. So that to me, you know, and again, on both ends, even if it's something, and this is where it becomes kind of, you know, both a fun game and also a challenge is when you have to pay for something you don't want to pay for, like a parking ticket, can you still say thank you? Thank you to law enforcement and the parking enforcement who's, you know, keeping the streets safe and clean and doing whatever they have to do with that ticket money, right? Can you be grateful that you had to pay that money or that you get to pay that money? Or when you pay your taxes, we all love paying taxes, but can we be grateful for how that helps support, you know, the infrastructure and our society as a whole, right? And when we receive the big money, we're like, yay, thank you. I'm so excited. So creating that energy every time you're playing with money. That's one of my favorites. Big time. I think that shift for me was the most important money manifesting shift of all the the many things I've learned. Because how easy it is it to be like, oh, I got this bill. I don't want to spend the money. And having that like that everything is energy. You're creating a yucky energy with money. So it's so important to whether it's coming in and out to have that that gratitude and that thank you and always know it's fine that it's going out because it's coming back. And in it going out, I'm supporting, I'm putting food on someone's table and I'm grateful I can do that. You know, again, it's going back into the world and it's doing all the things. So yeah, that shift was huge for me because I immediately was able to look at bills and be like, "Mm, okay, right, cool. Versus, right. I have to pay the bill. (laughs) I mean, look, sometimes we still do that, right? Like I've had big tax bills and I'm like, ugh. I didn't really want to pay it. But but here's another way to look at it, right? You know, you have a big tax bill. It's because you made a lot of money. Yay. Yay, you. Exactly. Yay, exactly. you. So, you know, you got to take the good and the bad, right? And, it, and none of it's really yeah. bad. You could have a little tax bill, but it'd be because you didn't make a lot of money. Let's find let's find the the goodness in that, the gratitude. So, yeah. What, what about you? Do you have any other, like, go-to money hacks that you love? Um. Okay. We're going to actually keep one kind of similar in line to your, we'll mix it. So one thing that I do is in my purse or my wallet or wherever I'm keeping my money, make sure that it's clean and uncluttered, Mm. getting rid of any type of receipts or anything. Keep it nice and open because if you want to keep a clean, clear, open channel for money to come in, if there's all the gunk in the way and then there's no room for your money to come in. So it's going to repel it. So just an easy thing I do is wherever you keep your money, keep it nice and clean so that more money can come in. 
I love that. That's a fun one. I, this is this is kind of a fun one too, just a little, uh, if someone has access to this. So I was just in Las Vegas and I went for my husband's birthday and we met went with his best friend and his girlfriend and they live in Dallas. We live in California. And um, she had just been somewhere. I don't remember where she was, but anyway, um, she gave us all a little gift and it was a little satin a bag and inside it was a buckeye and she said there was a note with it and it said so a tradition for good luck is you take a buckeye and you wrap it in a dollar bill and you put it in i think your left pocket and anytime you are around money it will bring more luck and abundance so if you're gambling or if you're someplace where you might be winning money or maybe you have a big deal that you're working on have a buckeye wrapped in a dollar and keep it in your pocket yeah. Um, another quick one I'll give you is we have, I mean, I try and keep more money in there because I want to attract more money, but we have a big coin like container where yeah. all our coins go. And I keep citri- a citrine crystal in nice. there to attract like bringing in more money, but I'll always try and slip like a hundred dollar bill in there. So it's sitting on a bigger bill to like raise the amount of money coming in. But yeah, just like, I don't even have to think about it. It's over there sitting there just attracting money, bringing it in. Yeah, right in the money jar. <laughs> I mean, literally, there's like a million money things we could do. It's so fun. And, um, you know, there, I always do like a first of the month money ritual too, because there's a lot of. Um, oh, tell me about this. Okay. First of the month money ritual is you take cinnamon and sea salt. So, cinnamon is for sweetness and calling in all the goodness and all the yumminess. And sea salt is for cleansing, right? So, just like releasing anything that no longer serves you, cleansing out any old energies, etc. So you put a pinch of each in your palm and it doesn't matter left or right. I mean, there's probably reasoning for either one, but I just usually, do, I usually do it in my left actually, cause I'm right-handed. So it's like easier. And then you go to the front door of your home or your business, but you want to go to the front because you're welcoming money into your dwelling. And when you stand at the door, I always like to set an intention. So I usually like place the other hand on my heart and just kind of breathe in and really visualize like whatever I'm calling in. You know, I see money, I see coins, I see wealth. And then I say a little affirmation or a little um, intention, something like, you know, I am abundant. Money flows to me with ease. I am attracting money effortlessly. I'm a magnet for money. And as we welcome this new month, I welcome in abundance, prosperity, and wealth into my life in all ways. And then um, you blow the cinnamon and sea salt into the house. And people get a little freaked out because then they're like, but I have to leave it on the floor. And like, you're supposed to leave it on the floor for like 24 hours. It's not that much. It's just a tiny smidge, but you just blow it from your palm into the house and it's welcoming it into the into your dwelling. Okay. I'm so glad that you clarified that. So I've been seeing this and I haven't done it. I would have blown right. it outside. Yeah, so bl- I know <laughs> people, that's probably the number one question people ask me. Cause I usually do a video about this every month and they're like, wait, do you blow it in or out? I'm like, you blow it in because you want to welcome it in. Well, that is really good to add to all of that, the whole energy going out and the energy going in. Do you have any other tips or tricks or anything coming to you that you feel called to share before we wrap this up? I think that the most important thing I want to just leave with this audience today is, and you know this, Deanna, manifestation is not, you know, we talk about kind of like witchy vibes and all these fun rituals and they're so cool, right? They're so fun. I love getting into that, to that space. But the thing about manifesting anything you want in your life It's about showing up for yourself every single day. Every single day. When you feel like shit, you show up for yourself. When you're tired, you show up for yourself. When you're having the best day ever, you show up for yourself. It's much easier when you're having the best day ever. But the the number one kind of pain point that I experience with my clients is that they get frustrated with the process because they don't see consistent results. But the reason they don't see consistent results is because they don't take consistent action. And it's not about forcing anything or this, I have to do, I have to do, I have to hustle, right? It's not about doing more, but it's about showing up energetically in the space of your heart, your intuition, your desires, and really connecting to your being. We are human beings and we have to show up as such every day to find our flow. 
that can look like a lot of different things. Sometimes showing up for yourself is honoring the fact that you need a day off and you need to just rest and chill out, right? That's absolutely showing up for yourself. But sometimes showing up for yourself is, I am really inspired right now and I got shit to do and I'm pumped and I'm going to hammer out a whole bunch of modules for my next course, or I'm going to make a bunch of phone calls because I feel really called to like connect with all these people. So it's really tuning into who are you, right? Coming back to our original circle it back to the beginning, who are you? And, and looking yourself in the mirror, honoring yourself for who you are and showing up for yourself every single day. And that is the magic of how you will manifest. I couldn't agree more. That was so perfectly said. And it ties back to what I've been saying as well. Of course it does, is when we have this big grand thing we want to manifest in this big destination, there obviously is no destination, but it's who you become in the process of manifesting that thing. And it's by taking those continued steps that you become that version of yourself who can get the thing that you that you want to get. So what a perfect way to wrap that up. Kelly, thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful to know you. I'm grateful to have shared this evening with you. I'm so glad we were able to connect. I'm going to have all your information in the show notes. Anyone who feels called to reach out to, Hallie, please do. And um, just thank you. And I continue. I look forward to continue connecting with you. And who knows where that takes us. I agree. I, I feel like, you know, again, the universe brought us together for a very divine reason. And it just makes me feel so good to have this connection and to share this really empowered conversation with you today. And I know that's your world, right? Is empowered, right? We're empowering everyone listening. And the fact that we had the opportunity to create this, this energy and this magic, we will never know the exact ripple effect that it will have, but it is absolutely fantastic. And I'm so grateful to be part of this experience. So thank you for being you and for reaching out and creating this magic together. I love it. Of course, it was all gold and I can't wait for all of the empowered listeners to take it and run with it. Thank you so much. You have a fantastic night and I will see all of my beautiful empowered listeners next week to talk more money. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more, you can follow me on Instagram at Empowered with Deanna and my personal page, Fit Deanna Lolita. You can also visit me on my website, which is DeannaMerlinoFit.com. Make sure that whatever platform you guys are listening on, please rate and subscribe. And this means so much to me. It's going to help get me out there to help so many other people. I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey of wellness and self-empowerment. I cannot promise that it will always be easy, but I do know that it will always be worth it. Stick with me and together, let's start living as the version of us that we were meant to be because the world is waiting for your gifts and you deserve to live the life of your wildest dreams and beyond. So friends, let's get empowered. <laughs>